We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. She says it's like a vortex. So, mm. like, you can get things lost in your asshole. Yeah, the vortex technology. Maybe <laughs> Miller copied that for their beer bottles. They're like, we got this from the anus. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to Don't Tell Mom. My name is Hannah Dickinson. I'm here with the newly engaged Skylar Corby. Hello. I mean, how exciting. Just for all of us. Well, it's funny because last time you left my apartment, I was like, when are you going to engage Skylar? And you were like, oh, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like, probably never. Did you know he was going to do it on the trip? No, I. I'm very, very difficult to get surprises by like you give me an inch on anything and I can figure it out. So he really couldn't tell anyone anything or give me any kind of notice because I would have been like, oh, okay, so then that's happening. Uh, So he's apparently had the ring since May hiding in his closet. Didn't know that. If anyone had said even something like, oh, like, are you going to get your nails done before the trip? Automatically, I'd be like, okay, so it's happening. So he succeeded. He completely got me. Uh, and I knew nothing. So it was great. Did he get down on one knee? He did. Yeah. So we were in the middle. I won't go into the whole big story, but we were in the middle of a rose garden in Madrid and he said all the nice things and got down on one knee. I think he was even wearing like maybe white pants or white shorts or something. So that was commitment. Cause like white pants, I think white (laughs) shorts, it was hot, but, or maybe white vans. I don't know. There was still a risk of like something getting dirty. So like the commitment to it was the most appreciated part yeah he was like you know what these jeans aren't gonna be forever but Skylar will be Skylar <laughs> might be or or I can get a tide pen on this shit later on either way yeah true he's like now that I have a wife I've got someone to do my laundry <laughs> <laughs> finally someone to bleach this shit my brother when he proposed he's there's a video and he starts to get down on one knee and you see his now fiance being like don't get down on one knee because they were like in public and she didn't want to make a scene oh god <laughs> so you see her like pulling him back up, get up. and everyone's like oh he should get on one knee but I just think it's funny that people like put a such a they think it's so important for guys to get down on one knee and I'm like yeah well women have to get down on two like yeah. every other night so what's the big deal here what's the big hoopla yeah risk the rug burn a little bit more often <laughs> than talk to me yeah and quite yeah, honestly seriously. when it was happening I like I know that that happened. I didn't, it wasn't registering there. Like everyone always says, they're like, oh, you kind of black out a little bit. And you do because you realize what's going on unless you actually know that it's going to happen. And you're like, oh, so I'm sure he said some very nice things. I heard the first part of it. And then I was just like, oh. And then the other part was like, so when my brother proposed to his fiance, she got down on like one knee also and like (laughs) took the ring out of the box. While it was happening, for whatever reason, that was in my head. I'm like, okay, well, don't do that. So then we're in like a stalemate after he asked. And I said, yes, because he's holding the box. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I can't touch it. Like, I'm not going to grab it out of the thing. So we're both just kind of like looking at each other. And then he's like, so I'm like, I don't, you put it on me. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I've never done this before. But that was the one thing in my head. I'm like, you do not touch that ring yet. Like, it is not. Have you seen that video of Paris Hilton? No. When she got engaged, I think, to, you know, one of her one eight of fiancés. And she literally, like, grabs the box out of his hand and throws it on her finger. It was just, like, so clear that he was not going to be the guy she marries yeah. by the way she got. How excited she was over the ring itself rather than 
the person in the moment what was happening yeah yeah so wow that's so exciting so did people clap around you so there was no one there that was the one thing we were in like we had been around there was this huge big park basically the park we were in was kind of the central park of madrid so there were people everywhere and then we walk into this rose garden and it's completely deserted so he did it right there and then right after this couple walks in like this older couple and they're just walking around we're like oh can you take a picture like this just happened and then that woman ended up being like a former wedding photographer i'm like well that's a good omen so that was nice of you to show up right now um so yeah so then we were just like i mean we went and got drinks afterwards to celebrate and everyone we like we we're looking up how to say we just got engaged in spanish and everyone there speaks english so we try and then they're like oh yeah congratulations <laughs> so like congrats you assholes congrats idiots you sound horrible but good effort I guess so then you had no idea absolutely none no I had like I had ideas that it was happening this year I did think it was happening this year but I mean we had however many more months to go I had no idea that it was going to happen on the trip only because in my head I'm like we have so much to do And I've also been the biggest asshole in the entire world for probably a month and a half leading up to this trip because it was very stressful. Because I think I told you, like, we were going on this trip to go to a wedding in France. And then two days later was my brother's wedding. And there was a good chance. And apparently the odds, apparently there were bets against us that we were not making it to my brother's wedding at all. So I was stressed. I've been stressed. I don't even know how long since July. So I've been a huge asshole. So I'm not, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was just like, he had the ring since May. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this asshole bitch. But somehow he stuck it out. He probably proposed to calm you down. Probably. (laughs) Like, you know, what would really shut her up here. Here's a piece of jewelry. Just like calm the fuck down. Yeah. You're like, it was like a cat with a laser. Just point the shiny thing. So she'll calm looking at it. I'm like, it's fine. Everything's fine. I did lose it twice. So clearly I have to get it resized. But other than that, like (laughs) it's been it's been a stressful thing. I was kind of hoping that the diamond would pop out and it would be a Xanax, but that has not proven (laughs) quite yet. Yeah, it just crumbles and you can snort it. Mm -hmm. That's all I need. Good wedding ring uh, concept. Honestly, (laughs) for people like me, it's like, you know what? It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, if I I would lose my ring. I lose sunglasses like they're fucking boogers out of my nose. I will lose my engagement ring. Yeah. In getting it resized, I've already said, I'm like, I need it to almost be cutting off circulation. I can't have it like, they're like, oh, you should have it rotating. No. I'd almost venture to guess that I need it like super glued or nailed into my finger and it's just going to be there. I prefer that. Of course, somebody that we were talking to, we met like a ton of strangers on this trip and someone's just like, oh, it's okay. Once you get married and gain a ton of weight, then it'll fit perfectly. I'm like, sir, he will leave me if that's what happens. Like the ring will be the least of my worries. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would you say that? Good news. (laughs) Good news. You're going to get fat while he's standing next to his wife. He's like, we've been married for 30 years. I'm like, your wife is just sitting there like, yep, I got fat and it was fine. I'm like, oh. It would be funny, though, if his wife was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Fuck, Dan. (laughs) Yeah, that's such a weird thing to say. Like, don't worry. Once you get married, you're going to have gout and lose your foot anyway. So it won't matter if you have a wedding ring. Who cares? Maybe you'll get diabetes and then your whole hand will fall off. Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks You'll get so annoyed with each other. He'll slowly cut each finger off. Given how this the whole lead up to this, that's the most likely. Uh, You know, that's great. I'm I'm very happy for you. And I do say that sincerely because <laughs> I talk so such hard shit. I'm like, this pu- fucking person got engaged. This person got engaged. Now I'm like, fucking Skylar got engaged. What's up? My mom, I was like, yeah, everyone's getting engaged. I guess everyone's getting engaged. Everyone's getting engaged. And my mom was like, yeah, but then, you know, Hannah, then the divorce is coming. I'm like, are you trying to fucking tell me that people are going to get divorced before I get engaged? That's so rude. <laughs> I'll get married before someone gets divorced. Come I on. Get- Give me that. <laughs> oh yes i mean you hopefully a- hopefully you cause a divorce maybe you that's in your future maybe that's your journey you know i've already i feel like i've been through enough trauma where a wife with a with vengeance is not really something i'm trying to get on the plate yeah, i don't i feel like it'd really suck for you to be the villain in like a true crime story mm-hmm. i really think we need that yeah. I don't really want you to be the one that the person wears a diaper 
and drive 600 miles to go kill or whatever. I don't remember the actual details of that story, but, but I do fit that, you know, prototype of a woman who, who wears a diaper and drinks Red Bull. So she drives for 24 hours straight so she can, what did she kill the husband or kill? See, the- that's the part, the end game of that entire story. No one remembers. We just, remember- <laughs> no, one re- <laughs> no one ever knows. remembers that a woman was so desperate to get to a guy. She wore a diaper. She wore a diaper. Well, speaking of uh, good people, guess who bought a dog? (laughs) Yeah, let's talk about this. What? So basically, I went to Massachusetts to visit my grandfather and my cousin and I were looking at dogs and it was just too hard to adopt a dog in Boston. Mm -hmm. And my parents knew I'd been looking for a dog. I've been talking about getting a dog for like a year. Yeah. And so my dad was like, there's a breeder like. 45 minutes away who has this dog do you want me to go look at it today and I could tell my dad really wanted to go and I also know he wanted to go because his dog is so difficult Mm -hmm. and bites people and doesn't get along with dogs I think he wanted to make sure that his dog could live with this puppy okay so my dad went to the breeder yesterday and he was like sent me videos and he was like do you want this dog she's so cute and I was like you know I do. So I'm going home next week and I'm going to pick up the dog. Yay! It's half poodle, half chihuahua. I named her Miley. Of course. Perfect. It was either that or Chloe. So well done. <laughs> exactly. You know, I always want to name a dog Pants, but uh, no one, no one really liked that one. So, you know, I love Miley Cyrus. Yeah. I'm going to dress her in Gucci. Of course. And so, I'm really excited. I, mean, I saw your Instagram story. Did you end up buying that Gucci sweatshirt for her already? <laughs> I got her a Gucci harness, but it's fake. It's fake. Okay. So it, it was like $25. It wasn't like. No one know. has to know that. Yeah. I just feel like I bought fake Gucci sneakers mm-hmm. and I don't like being like they're fake. But then people are like, you bought Gucci sneakers. And I'm like, fooled you, bitch. I feel like I have to clarify because I spend money like an idiot, but I I should just tell people it's real and fuck everyone else. I mean, that's what I, I always tell people things are fake. They're like, there's anytime I get a compliment, I can't just accept it. And like, I could never be blonde without telling somebody like, oh yeah, it's fake. I do it myself. Or like a tan when I'm tan. People always say that they're like, you look so tan. I'm like, thanks. It's fake. Like, I can't just accept it. So I almost feel like it's just better because then I'm like, I beat you to the punch. You can't think I'm an asshole because I'm not one. So yeah, which defeats the whole purpose of getting yes. it. Yeah, a hundred percent. But I'm the same way. I'm like, it's fake. Don't worry. I know. Don't worry. I fucking suck. I hate myself. I don't deserve this. Love Shut me. up. <laughs> yeah. So it's going really well. Wait, yeah, so you exactly. go home next weekend. Yeah. And I get to meet the dog. You know, I've been getting updates. Good. Pop dates. Pop dates. <laughs> I'm like, how is she? Is she okay? How's my little girl? You know, I'm trying to doctor over FaceTime and she's like, who the fuck is this bitch? What is this? What's going on? But it's, it does feel, you know, like you said, you kind of black out when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> no, but same exact thing. It's, ex- it's exactly like getting engaged, but it does feel like I'm entering a new chapter. I've been feeling like I needed change or I needed something. And this definitely feels like it's going to fill a hole. Like I'm going to have this thing. You have a thing now. I have a thing. Like I have a dog. I'm a dog person. You're a dog mom. It's are you going to make an Instagram for her? Please. Don't. No, no, no. I already <laughs> have one for the, I, it, this, the one for this podcast is already failing. I'm not trying to, <laughs> we're not trying to go. I'm not trying to build multiple platforms to just Honestly, bomb on all the time. Putting pictures of her on this podcast, Instagram might bump up our numbers. So <laughs> just, like consolidate and help us all out. I'll just do TikTok videos of my dog and then hashtag our podcast. Perfect. Yeah, that's all we need. You know what you could do? You could try to get the podcast embroidered onto her Gucci harness. So then we're just advertising as you're walking her around the city. It's like a taxi that has the light, you know, the billboard above the taxi. (laughs) I'll just put a billboard on the back of my dog. It's like, don't tell mom, listen to my podcast. Get a QR code embroidered on there somewhere. (laughs) I, I don't have dog bowls. I don't have a dog bed. No, no, no food. Just stuff. like ex- unnecessary accessories that she's going to fucking hate. I can't I'm like, I, I guess can't I got to make a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's going to hate you. I, I'm psyched. I'm psyched to see this relationship develop. Just get like the doggy harness where she just kind of sits here and you just have her around. 
Oh, what's that called? A um, like a baby Bjorn. Ba- baby Bjorn. Yeah, I looked into a Gucci one of those as well. Nice. nice. <laughs> but I don't know. Can you use a baby Bjorn for a dog? I've seen people do it. I don't know if they make dog specific ones. I doubt that they would. But I've seen people like have like their French bulldogs when they were puppies, just kind of sitting there. That's what I would do. That's what I plan to do whenever I get to that point. I'm just going to baby Bjorn the hell out of it. That dog's not going to touch the ground for like six months. I mean, might as well just lean in. Yeah. Also just like look around your apartment and take stock of the shit on the floor that you truly don't care about. Cause it's about to get like the, your Prada loafers, put them up on a high shelf as soon as she gets there, because you're about to get some shoes ruined and that would ruin your life. And I know that for a fact. Oh, I'd be so pissed if she fucked up my Gucci loafers. That dog, I'm like, I'm already angry at that dog. She's just being Miley. That's what I'm going to say. She's just being Miley. <laughs> she shits on the carpet. Ah, you know, she's just being Miley. She can't be tamed. <laughs> Quoting Miley all day long. You know, that's just the party in the USA. <laughs> so fucking annoying. Oh, I can't wait. Because it was one of those things where I was like, I'm getting a dog, I'm getting a dog. And all my friends were like, okay, yeah, sure. Yay. And even I stopped believing it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm getting a dog. Uh-huh. But then, no, I got one. There you go. I'm just having my parents take care of the early training. <laughs> just getting the big deal stuff out of the way. Yeah, I'm like, can you teach her how to shit outside? <laughs> I don't really feel like doing that. That whole potty training thing does not work for me. But everything else, we're good. Can we take out our vocal cords? Could you do that? <laughs> it's the same as declawing a cat, right? It's fine. Can you teach her how to walk in heels? There we go. That's the important stuff. Yeah, get her to be a show dog. Drink out of a martini glass since I can anymore. <laughs> Someone should be living in that apartment. Someone's got to be a drunk bitch in this house. Might as well be my dog. Oh, did you see the Scott Disick drama? Yeah, with the DM or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Scott Disick DM'd Corny's ex-boyfriend, basically saying, can you believe this, bro? Can you believe yeah. she's making out with Travis in the middle of Italy? And then I guess him and Amelia broke up. But that's shocking. I, I mean. Oh, what, <laughs> yeah, exactly. What, what, what does Amelia, what does that 19 year old expect? Maybe she's 20. I think she's still 19, but yeah, I don't know. She's on the cusp. It is sad, but it's like, if I was 19 years old dating Scott Disick, I don't know if I'd be that surprised he was upset that his wife or his, the mother of his children who's age appropriate and has things in common with him and knows his references. And knows what bands he's talking about. Exactly. I guess I'm surprised they broke up over because I didn't realize, I imagine she'd be like, oh yeah, this relationship is not real <laughs> real it's like I was just kind of writing this out too so but maybe it's the public humiliation of it I mean yeah but then don't date Scott Disick he what? used to be the funny one too it was like he had a certain level of self-awareness that I liked because I'm like okay like at least you know you're a douche and you know that this is all completely ridiculous but then when he started using it to his own advantage I'm like oh no and then when he started dating people that were 20 years younger than him I'm like that's weird that's never not going to be weird But I wonder what Courtney thought. I wonder if she's truly over him. Scott. I mean, I wonder if they'll ever fully get over each other. I feel like it'd be hard if you share children with someone like there's always that connection. I feel like that doesn't just go away. But at the same time, it's like anytime you see an ex dating someone, that's just like a ridiculous choice. Even if it's coming from a place of like jealousy and being a bitch, you still kind of sit there. You're like, well, this got a lot easier just because you're like, what an interesting choice on your part, sir. And then you move on. And he's done that a couple of times now where she's kept it relatively normal, I guess. Like the weirdest part about her dating Travis Barker is that she's turned into a 13 year old girl at Hot Topic. Like, that's all. She just totally like changed things up. But like, but he's also age appropriate. So he's a talented musician. Yeah. Not my type, but I'm sure he's hot to someone. Like, he's a good looking guy. There's just a lot happening there. He's hot to girls who shop at Hot Topic. They're yeah. furries. <laughs> exactly. For the girls that like clipped the weird like raccoon tails on their back pockets in high school. There and wears t-shirts with skeletons on it. Yeah. That really love the Nightmare Before Christmas. He's that's their guy. 
So yeah, I don't know. Uh, I feel like that would be pretty easy to get over when you're like, okay, like my choice is an interesting one, but it's not completely off base. Whereas he's dating a 19 year old and you're just like, come on, dude. Like how old is their oldest kid? He's got to be like 10, right? He might be like 13. So that's weird. Like your oldest kid is six years younger than your girlfriend. That's fucking weird. Mason is 11. Okay. Still. Still. Like at least get the full decade of clearance in between them. I mean, men mature later, but there is just this weird gap of like. Yeah. Just being a weird ass Peter Pan. So I won't date anyone younger than me. The guys who have asked me out from Instagram who are younger than me, I'm always like, how old are you? They're like 27. I'm like too young. They're like, how old are you? 40? And I'm like, to you, basically. (laughs) Might as well be, bitch. The only part I like about getting older is not having to date 26-year-old boys. No one wants to date a 26-year-old guy. No. Like, no offense to any guy friends that listen to this, which I don't think there are any, so it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, None of you were desirable until maybe a year ago when you hit 30. Because you were all just man children who were fucking around and still wished you were 25. It was weird. You're not that desirable. Whereas I know a ton of like 27 to 30 year old women that are like kind of crushing it. And those are the ones that go for the 35 year old dudes, because at least a 35 year old guy has the emotional capacity of a 30 year old. Yeah, guys, you know, as a 29 year old woman who's fucking crushing it. um... (laughs) Hey, you've got a dog now, Hannah. I have a dog uh, who's alive because it's not <laughs> in my care yet. There's still so much potential there. You've got a dog who is alive right now and will be in an apartment that you live in by yourself. Those are two very big deal things. I feel like Courtney myself. You know, I'm moving on to the next level of my life. Moving on up. Going to get a haircut maybe soon. Who knows? Probably not. Really? As far as I'm concerned, uh, my exes are way behind me yep. unless any of them text me. Except for maybe the last one. Yeah. That's the thing with this Travis, with this Scott Courtney thing. It's like, I think you're always, I think people always care a little bit about their ex. You'll always kind of care. You always give a little bit of a shit. You have to. Well, unless you're like a complete sociopath. Like if there's somebody that you cared about, of course, you're going to keep on checking in just to be like, hey, like, was I an idiot? And does this person really, really suck? And I just had no idea. Or at the time, were they like decent? And we've all done. I've done that recently where I've con- like gone back and checked. I'm like, you're all doing quite well. That's nice. That's very good for you and good for me because that means I didn't like completely fuck my life over by dating you. We were on some kind of decent path. And then you move on. I've only dated like one person. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. He's doing great. He's doing great. He's crushing really happy it. happy so- for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him the same way I'm happy for you, Skylar. I'm super happy for you guys. So fucking happy. <laughs> well, our guest today, very good friend. Um, we started comedy together in LA a long time ago. You know, he's fucking killing it. Chad Kroger. We go. I like to start off with uh, we I do a fetish of the week. So I'll give you a fetish and you have to guess what it is. Okay. This is called misophilia. Mysophilia, M-Y-S-O-P-H-I-L-I-A. Okay. Not to guess what it is? Yeah. Mysophilia. This might be way off, but does that have something to do with moms? <laughs> like stepmoms? I always like to have people guess the fetish because it just shows like what they are into. This might be the dumbest thing you ever heard about. I, I was like, uh, I was like, is Ophelia like a Shakespeare or whatever character that's like oh yeah i guess that is a greek goddess is ophelia yeah yeah yeah. but it's more like philia is the fetish so it's miso yeah so what it is is you have a fetish for rotting skin but then i googled it more and it's like filth in general which i'm like i feel like every guy i've ever hooked up with has that fetish (laughs) because their apartment's always so disgusting uh it's yeah rotting skin which I think is disgusting, but then I was like, I actually like picking scabs. And when guys have sunburns, I like picking the skin off. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm not into any of that. <laughs> uh, That's not like a thing? You don't like to peel your sunburns? No, and I get really upset. Oh, I like to peel my own, but not, not someone else's. 
And I, my, and whenever people ask me like pop zits or whatever, or they show me a video of like zits being popped, I get very upset. Do you pop your own? Yeah. Do you hmm. pop zits? Do you like popping zits? I love it. It's but- gross. It's the, the, the pus. <laughs> I know. That's what I like. I feel like that's why I liked it, being in a relationship so much was I get to, I got to pop all the zits. Interesting. Maybe that's why it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> get away from me. I'm trying to look up your wiki feed, but you don't have one. Oh, I don't have one. Yeah. Do most people have one? Look, I have one, but. How are your, I feet, get, your feet rank? Uh, not great. I might get a 4.6, 4.7. Oh, really? Yeah, but I have a hammer toe. What's that mean? My second toe is longer than my first. Mm, interesting. I never understood foot fetish. Really? Yeah. Do you? What, uh no i feel like it's different for guys and girls yeah yeah women take care of their feet and you can fuck a foot right right yeah i guess i guess i never really heard of a girl being into guys feet Uh uh-uh i'm into calves not to brag but i have pretty good calves uh let me see it (laughs) i feel like i got flex mine oh yeah you have nice calves do you think that's from surfing no, I, I, I run sprints like almost every day. Well, so. that will do it. I feel yeah. like guys in New York, they'll have like really bad bodies, but then their calves are so good that I'm like still into it. I wish I could fuck guys from behind. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah. Do most, are most guys in New York out of shape? I mean, the ones I hook up with, but that's just, <laughs> that's yeah. just a self-esteem thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not dating anyone, are you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm out playing the field <laughs> is that the right word i mean not since like the early 2000s but i feel like yeah <laughs> i'm showing my age you're on raya is that the number one you say you use yeah ryan hinge i was on bumble for a bit but i got off that pretty quickly i know i'm bumble's the only one oh, I, i'm on raya too but i'm like bombing on bumble really yeah, yeah. Bumble, I, I was on it for like a week and I, it just didn't feel I think I think I was on it and I was like, this feels kind of like it just doesn't work. Right? Yeah. My guy friend told me his bumble algorithm was fucked up and I was like, Yeah. I think it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hinge has it down to a science. Yeah, but that's where I met my ex-boyfriend and like we mm-hmm. were so similar, but it ended so crazy that I'm like scared to go back on it. Oh, oh really? Yeah. But I feel like that's the one where most people meet dating. Yeah. I like Raya, but uh, I find it with, with Raya, I find it hard to find ways to start the conversation. Because, you know, I'm like, Hinge, it'll be like, ooh, you like, you know, Asian fusion restaurants. <laughs> and you'll be like, yeah, have you ever been to like Sugarfish? No, <laughs> uh, <Real> original. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my pickup line, by the way. Have you ever been to Sugarfish? <laughs> and you're like, wow, this guy's so charming. Uh, <laughs> no, I. Um, yeah, well, it just won't really say much about, like, them at all on Raya. So it's, like, hard to find, like, a way to, like, start the comment. Do you find that at all? Yeah, I just started by, like, how'd you do in the storm? And uh, they don't respond. Yeah. That's the thing, like, <laughs> people don't really respond to me. So I can't really say they're working. And I usually try to do, like, with Raya, a song. You know how they have a song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your song on there? Let Me Love You by Mario. Oh, that makes sense. What about you? Uh, Bring Me to Life by Evanescence. <laughs> <laughs> I set my Raya in Venice Beach because I want to date Lil Dicky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I haven't found him yet. Yeah. I was like um, talking to a girl who like who would like send me stuff and be like, oops, that wasn't for you. But it was so clearly like you sent that to me on purpose. But she sent me one of her like a, a video of her friend like seeing little dicky on raya i don't think they match but it was like it's like who's on raya wait so a girl messaged you multiple times by accident yeah and quotations yeah but i think i think she she's smart so i i think she knew that i knew so i think maybe it's just like a she thought it was like a cute way to text i don't know yeah well do you think there are, are red flags for girls on dating apps like girls are always like don't date a guy holding a fish which i'm like at least he's active like i don't even care about the fish thing even though that's like such a hack thing yeah yeah i was wondering because when he's when he sent because he sent me that and you're like guy with a fish and i, I thought you met a guy who has like a, in his like photo like a, that's what i mean i mean like a goldfish kind of thing 
not like holding a fish. <laughs> no, no, no. Like a guy who goes fishing, like that's always on his dating profile and people make fun of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, red flags for me are, it's usually in the, um, if they say with texting, they're like, I'm the type of texter who won't text back or whatever. Not that I'm like desperate for like lots of conversation and text, but then you, uh, that, that's always just kind of like, uh, they're, they're just kind of. They're like, I'm bad at communication. Yeah, and you're like, well, then why would I even try? Do a lot of girls say that? Yeah, I've seen a bunch where it's like, I'm the type of texter who won't respond. <laughs> you're like, well, why would I text you? <laughs> I feel like that's a girl trying to be like, oh, I don't want him to think I'm clingy, so I'll say I never text back. Exactly, yeah. And then I, I was, there was one girl I was talking to who was like, I was like, we should go like get like a coffee or whatever. And she's like, well, I just, I don't like bullshit. So just letting you know, I don't like bullshit. So I canceled it. <laughs> I was like, like all right, later. Uh, what, did she want a full dinner? No, no. I think she was just saying, like, she was just prefacing it, like, do not bring drama. I don't do drama. And I'm like, clearly you do drama, because uh, first thing you say. And I'm, I'm like the least dramatic guy, I think, <laughs> I can deal with. So. I don't think I've ever seen you, like, really angry. Yeah. I've been working on it. I feel like I need to let that side out a little bit more but not a big drama guy yeah i started i changed my bumble to 55 just to like see mm-hmm. um <laughs> i'm just bored yeah. and all the guys are like what i'm looking for an adventurous woman with a free spirit um <laughs> and no baggage at all yeah, yeah yeah but then they all want kids someday and i'm like what what's someday for you you're 55 yeah. years old yeah. <laughs> gregory no baggage I think I go on Bumble like an older guy to get myself motivated to get married before I'm 40. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Are you on, do you feel like you're under a lot of pressure with that marriage? I never thought I was until I'm, t- I'm turning 30 in like a half a year. Mm-hmm. Just because with women, it's like you have a clock. You're right. Yeah. I think I'm going to freeze my eggs so that I don't feel so much pressure. That's smart. Yeah. Do you want to get married? Eventually, yeah. Um, I'm the fifth child, so it's funny that my parents are like, they kind of pressure me to not get married, if that makes sense. Like, my dad's like, you don't have to get married. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Like, all my siblings are married and have kids. They're kind of like, yeah, take your time. Like, no no pressure. So, But I, I think also just by the nature of what we do and stuff, like, I'm, my schedule's just so, like, weird and, like, random. And it's like having, like, a a marriage or a family seems like kind of too much for me at the moment. Yeah. I want to sell a show before I have a kid. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Haley Cuoco just got her second divorce. I, I was, that it. made me so depressed seeing that. I was like, she's 35 and she's been married twice. Yeah. But That's she crazy. also got famous very young. Yeah. Does she, she doesn't have kids, right? No. You know, I, when I saw that, I was like, I'll keep an eye out on Raj. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be her third husband. That would be hilarious. Do you get recognized on dating apps? Uh, yeah. So yeah, sometimes yeah. Is that a turn off to you? No. No. You like it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess it's better than who the fuck are you? Yeah. Well, it it kind of takes away the um. Well, it's like sort of uh, like with guys, you know, when you're like twenty, like that what the Blink One Eight Two song. It's like no one likes you when you're twenty three. That's so true. Like when you're a guy, it's just like, especially when I was like younger on dating apps and stuff. And it's like, you say like, oh, comic, you know, stand up comic. It's like so many red flags. So now like if they like are familiar, you know, they can be like. Oh, he's actually a stand up comic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like not just like a Uber driver, I guess. One guy who I was going to go on a date with was like, wow, I just realized I've been following you on Twitter. And then he canceled the date. <laughs> oh really i was like i guess he uh went down a wormhole i don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> that is one thing, yeah, I mean, yeah i guess i'm kind of like people are uh, uh just expect me to be like very dumb i guess they know like a persona they'll just expect like you know a lot but i'm kind of more low-key so they're expecting you to like perform on dates yeah and ask the questions that you ask with man on the street they're like do you want me to read the menu for you you're like i'm good i know how to read (laughs) read yeah actually i I need photos 
<laughs> That's what I feel like would be a lot of pressure with dating, having people know who you are. Uh, I think I think it was at, at first, but then you kind of just are like, because I, I think it's kind of like you, you feel like people expect something from you, but that went away pretty quickly, I think. I think it's just getting older, honestly, where I was just like, I don't really care about living up to some kind of image that, that you have in your head. Especially because you've been, I feel like, you've been doing this for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's just the way it is. Yeah. With a persona, do you feel like, like, when I said you remind me of White Lotus, the guy from White Lotus. Yeah, do you yeah, see yeah. that at all or no? Uh, I was watching it and I was like, I, I was like, I can't see it. Like what, what part reminded you? I think uh, you guys kind of like look alike. Like you could play right. that character. This could be a Chad, a more serious role. That'd be fun. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you telling me that. I mean, he's such a douche, but he's such a fun character. Those are the most fun people to play or the worst people in the world. That one part in the last episode when he like finds the turd in his room. And he gets out the phone. He's like, this is so fucked up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those are the guys I date in New York. Really? really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who are you dating? Are you dating like finance guys mostly? I was, yeah. But they like scream a lot. Interesting. I didn't yeah. know in a relationship that wasn't normal because yeah. I hadn't been in a relationship in seven years. Yeah. So like when he was yelling, I was like, oh, he just cares a lot. And my friends were like, no. Right. What would he yell about? Uh, I put my backpack on the couch. He, he yelled about that? Yeah. Uh, I didn't close the shower curtain after I was done. Oh. I swung his golf club too hard. He didn't like that I wore hats. Wow. It got so crazy. That is crazy. At least I like, I feel like I wanted a relationship so bad. And now that that happened, I'm like so happy to not be in one. Yeah, that's good. And and I feel like when, when you get to, I mean, this is all kind of woo-woo stuff, but when you get, or maybe it's not, but when you get to like a place where you don't need a relationship, that's probably when the good ones happen. Yeah, maybe. I feel like when I went to rehab, it was like the best thing and I needed to go. So like that relationship felt like it was like a step into rehab that I like knew I needed to go, but I couldn't admit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. do you feel like you want to be, I guess you're so busy, you don't really want to be in a relationship right now. Um... I guess yeah. you don't want to say because you're like I'm going on dates. Don't fucking blow my cover. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, yeah, how dare you? No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like open to it, but I'm not like you know, I'm not like uh, like I need to be in one. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort, of, I'm sort of neutral about it, honestly. When, when I think about it, I'm not like craving one, but I'm all, I'm also not, I'm not also like I'm single right now, okay. This is single single summer for me or whatever. <laughs> Wait, did you hear, listen to Drake's album today? No, I started it. Is it, is that, is it that good? It's, I like it. It made me sad and horny at the same time. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like Drake will never settle down. That's the vibe. I, I mean, his album is a bunch of girls pregnant. <laughs> yeah. But there is just that type of guy. But you come from such a big family and if all your siblings are married, I feel like there's you can actually see yourself in a relationship. I feel like it depends, you know, like my brother's engaged now and I'm like, oh, I guess I do want to get married and have kids. Yeah. Uh, like having kids. I mean, honestly, when I think about having kids, I'm like, oh, dude, that's <laughs> brutal. Like, yeah, it just seems horrible to me if I'm being honest. <laughs> I really have a hard time imagining you yelling at a child. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be a good top parent. But I think I'd also be kind of annoyed because <laughs> I'd be like, I want to go like tan right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I guess I, I just like living my life a very specific way. And having, I feel like having kids would fuck all of that up. I agree with that. Even getting a dog is like, you have to think about, you have to plan out your day. Whereas now I can leave yeah. the apartment and it doesn't matter when I come home. Exactly. And uh, yeah. And having kids, you know, I, I love my nieces and nephews and stuff. Uh, it, it's it. Whenever I, I talk to my siblings about like how much they love their kids and stuff, they're like, like it's like a love you never felt before. But it's hard for me to like picture that because right now when I think about it, I, I I know I love the kid, but I'd also just be like, I'm like, oh, I'm just annoyed. <laughs> I think so too. I I don't know. I guess it's different with your kids than your parents. But I'm like, I love my parents, but I 
at least I can walk out of the room. Exactly. And it's like having a kid. I, I don't know. It was, it, it's never, uh, it's never been like the thing I've like, some guys just, they're like, I really want to be a dad. Like being a dad sounds like so, and I've never had that. Who is that guy? I haven't met that guy. <laughs> Maybe there's dads now. <laughs> I don't know. When you reactivated Uriah, did you have the same matches? Because last time I talked to you, you had matched with um, Demi Lovato. Oh, I never matched with her. I, I think I saw her on there. I saw like Chelsea Handler on there too. Yeah, I but think I she's never... dating Joe Coy now though. Is she really? Yeah, she's making out with him at a Dodgers game. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, I think I had the same matches, yeah. You should hit up Chelsea. Who's your like celebrity crush? Who are you like looking for on Raya? Kayla Coloco. <laughs> <laughs> she is pretty good in flight attendant. I will give her that. She's pretty good. She just has a lot of Botox, but like so do I. So <laughs> does it feel weird? Do you feel it? I've only gotten it a couple times, but like you feel it when you get it for sure. Well, when you get, but like afterwards, you know, like say like a couple weeks after, do you do you notice it? I had an audition where I had to cry and it yeah. wouldn't move. My face wouldn't move around yeah. my eyes where I got it. It looked like Botox. That's why yeah. I can tell with Kaylee Cuoco because she's like freaking out and crying the whole show. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, she got Botox because I recognize the pattern of your face. Interesting. And you've never done Botox. Have you thought about it? No. Do guys? I feel like guys, I feel like it can really backfire with guys. Yeah. The cast of Friends at the reunion. Yeah. <laughs> They look like they all got stung by bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then celebrity crush. Who's my celebrity crush? There's, I know there's someone, but I just can't. I can't think of it right now. I feel like I'm gonna stick with Kayla Cuoco until I know who, who it actually is. So, do you like blondes better than brunettes? Then I'd say so. Yeah. There's a, usually a pattern with guys. Whenever the first, their first love, whatever they look like, their girlfriends after that look like them. Mm. What age was your first love? Uh, I guess it was like 16. Yeah, I guess they all kind of looked similar. But not a lot of blondes in there, though. Was your first love blonde? No, brunette. Maybe just basic white girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. She's basic, yeah. She's basic. <laughs> just girls who love Starbucks, baby. <laughs> yeah. I love guys who play lacrosse. Right. Yeah. Do you like, do you like flow or like, what's your sort of, do you like a guy who's wearing like a vest? Mm-hmm. I love a Patagonia. Yeah. I love like a vineyard vines. The guy next to me on the train up here, cause I came up to Boston today, he was wearing Sperry's and he was listening to Dua Lipa mm. and he wasn't that attractive, but I was like, maybe this is my soulmate. Yeah. But I forgot to put on deodorant. So I was like, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met a guy in person. My co- boyfriend in college, but I met him at college. But like in uh, in real life, especially now, it's hard to meet out people out, you know? Yeah, I never really go out to like meet people ever. Have you given your number out while you were out at a bar? Or like if you're at a restaurant, do you ever like slip a girl your number? Um, never, I haven't slipped a girl my number. I think I, I think I have exchange numbers for sure, but... In college, I used to write it on, if, I write it on like a check as a joke. Did uh, it ever work? It worked once, yeah. But I was so, you know, I, I just didn't really understand dating or any of that in college, you know, so I didn't know how to really like follow up and, and set the date or whatever. Uh, I just got a text. I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> just like fucked it up somehow. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. I can't believe you responded. <laughs> They're like, yeah. You're like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Zero confidence. But do you feel like now you know the ropes? Like, I still feel like I'm like nervous before I go out. I'm like, don't say anything weird. Um, I feel like I know much more these days. Do you usually do coffee dates first? Typically, yeah. Why coffee and not a drink? I'll do a drink, but I, I, I've been trying not to drink so much lately, so... But I'll do a drink. I'll do like one or two drinks. Um, but uh, I've just been trying to like keep it fairly clean. And then on some dates, I like would ask them for a drink, but I like wouldn't drink, you know. I, I remember on, on one of the first dates I went on since being single, I, we went to get drinks. And then on the date, I was like, by the way, I'm not drinking. <laughs> she got really upset. So I was like, okay, I'm not doing that again. 
why did she get she didn't get like upset she was just kind of like are you serious and it didn't work out obviously but uh i feel like it is easier to ask them out to a drink than a coffee and coffee seems kind of lame i guess yeah because you know you're not gonna fuck after a coffee exactly yeah I never know now, too, because I'm sober. I'm like, I don't I guess I haven't been on a date, so I I don't know if I should say it before. Yeah. But when I was sober, like a while ago, I went out with a guy and he was like, oh, you're not drinking. He got weirded out by it. But then he ordered clam chowder. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I was like, oh, I'm the weird one here. Yeah. You think we're going to fuck after this? You ordered clam (laughs) or, you know, you're probably like, she's not drinking. We're not having sex. I'll get the clam chowder. That's hilarious. Yeah, it's a uh, people get really. I mean, most people are cool about it, but some people really get kind of like, I don't know if it's weirded out or just kind of they'll just be like, "What the fuck?" Kind of annoyed if you're not drinking. Yeah, that used to annoy me, but uh, that's because I am an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, because I've asked you your crazy bitch of the week, but mine, it's an article from a magazine from 1958. And it was 129 ways to get a husband. A few of them that I thought were interesting were have your car break down in a strategic place, attend night school, uh, look for stats of states where there's a higher population of men than women. So Nevada. And (laughs) one of them was don't live with a girl who's a sad sack and will pull you down to her level. The most one that makes sense is have your car break down. But like, how would you have your car break down? I just yeah. don't think I know cars well enough to make it break down myself and in a strategic place. Do you have a tip like in person? How would you meet someone? I feel like the, the broken down car has the highest probability of backfiring, but also the highest. It's like the biggest risk, but also maybe the biggest reward. Difficult. Yeah, because typically a trucker can help you. And that's who abducts women and murders them. Yeah. So you could get murdered. Uh, yeah. but if a guy knows how to fix a car, then he's probably husband material. Yeah. I don't have a car, but I also wouldn't want to sign up for a class. And I also would never move to Nevada. Yeah. Those sound like, those sound horrible. I feel like if in 1958, all these women moved to Nevada, that's where, why there are so many strippers there. Yeah. They were like, they couldn't find a husband. So they were like, fuck it. I got to make money. I have an idea. You can start paintballing and you'd probably meet like a Navy SEAL like a retired Navy SEAL. That's actually a really good idea. Because yeah. you paintball a lot. Not a lot. I, last time I did it was like probably like two years ago, but I do love it. The problem is with that, you cover your face, don't you? Yeah, but then then you can do a cool like pull off the mask thing after. It's like, shot me in the neck and then you just pull it off. And then he's like, oh, wow. It's pretty hot. <laughs> or yeah. if you're not attractive, you could just keep it on and just win yeah. it over with your personality. Love is blind, yeah. Would you ever do that? Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd give it a shot. I'm asking, are you a shallow piece of shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how do I answer this? <laughs> just not sound like a total douche. No, I would never do that. That's no, no. absolutely yeah. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd give it a shot. I try to go to the driving range at Chelsea Piers because there seems to be hot guys. Yeah, that's a good move. But it's always like you have to be quiet during golf. That's the catch. So you don't want to like they're like in their backswing. You don't want to be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. What you could do is like uh, you, you're there with like friends and maybe you have like some extra beers or whatever. And then your friend leaves or you could just pretend like this all happened. You could be like, hey, like my friend left like a bunch of Michelobes. You guys want some? Do you want some? And then you just start chatting over a Michelob Ultra. Be like, hey guys, I bought all these beers and I forgot I'm an alcoholic. Do you guys want to come over and just drink them <laughs> while I watch you? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I live or now I live near a bar that's like with really hot guys. And I told my therapist, I was like, do you think it's weird if I go and grab a Diet Coke there and try to talk to guys? She was like, yes. Oh. She's like, why are you trying to meet a guy in a bar? And I'm like, because that's hot guys are alcoholics. Like hot guys don't have to get sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're going to be fine. Yeah, you know, yeah. so um now i'm gonna do that i'll just go buy beers and be like guys i can't drink this alone i feel like with men doing that it's weird because you feel like you're getting the girl drunk no yes uh and that's why i think too it's like if you go on a date as a guy and you're not drinking girls probably get a little bit out <laughs> i assume 
Yeah, they like put a coaster over their drink when they run to the bathroom. Yeah, you're sitting there. Yeah, I'm a good guy. Sorry. Yeah, you're like, just the water. <laughs> yeah. I'll drink your water so you don't stay hydrated. But drink up, seriously. <laughs> Go to town. Get a double on me. Or some shots. <laughs> yeah, shots all around, but she's going to take them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get four. <laughs> yeah. um, do you have a crazy bitch of the week? I looked up some articles. You got this lobster diver who says a humpback whale like swallowed him and spit him back out. It's like the a real life Moby Dick, right? Yeah. So this guy was he's a lobster diver and humpback whale. He says it came and just like swallowed him, and I think it held him in his mouth for a little bit and then spit him back out. But I think there's been disputes as to whether or not his his story is true. Why would he make that up though? I don't know. Probably probably. Is he trying to get famous or like an alien abduction kind of thing? Maybe he didn't catch any lobster. So they were going to, he was going to get fired. <laughs> his boss, he's like, dude, a humpback like swallowed me whole. And he's like, we got to take this to the news. And I was like, oh, fuck. Where was this? Was this in Massachusetts? I think the East Coast. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about whales, but there is a book on this. So maybe he's not making, or maybe he got the idea from the book. Yeah. I don't know. And then I, I read another um, article. It just the headline was that the anus is an evolutionary marvel. What does that mean? I don't know. I didn't. It was it was audio, so I didn't listen to it. But I thought it was a good headline. It seems like the most like crude part of our bodies. People are like it's an evolutionary marvel, and you're like, really? <laughs> well, because the anus is just the hole, right? It's not like the colon. It's like just like the whole part. Yeah. Nicole Amy was on here and she told me that her she had a dildo get stuck up her butt. So it Uh really like zips things up. Oh, interesting. But I don't know how it would be an evolutionary. It zips things up? She says it's like a vortex. So Mm. like you can get things lost in your asshole. Oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. But I don't know why it would be an evolutionary marvel besides the fact that because we all have them. Yeah, the Vortex technology, maybe <laughs> Miller copied that for their beer bottles. They're like, we got this from the anus. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Yeah. The beer will flow <laughs> into your mouth like an anus. <laughs> Have you ever eaten ass? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forget you're a freak. Um, <laughs> Have you ever, ever ass eaten? No. Girls don't like to eat ass. Uh, yeah, I, that's that's cool with me. Uh, I'm not not gonna request that. Men, you guys don't wax your assholes. Yeah, exactly. If you're gonna ask me to eat your asshole, you have to get waxed. <laughs> that's gross. I don't know if I if I could actually go through with like going to a place to have that done. It actually feels great. Oh really? Like as far as waxing all down there, getting everything off the butthole feels the best. Really. It's the tough. It's the evolutionary marvel. It's the toughest skin around there. Mm. It's less sensitive. That makes sense. I think I would get too nervous. You know, I'd be like, "What did I eat today?" Yeah, I, don't, I would. I, I don't know if I'd like to have that happen to me. <laughs> I've gotten a colonic, and that was really refreshing. But I didn't get any pleasure out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but I lost five pounds. Do you really? Yeah, because it your colon's like four feet long. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm doing a cleanse though. I'm going to do a cleanse in a couple weeks. What does that consist of? Well, this one's like 10 days. I don't know if I'm going to do the full 10 days, but you have a green juice and then you have like flex foods and that'll be like, for me, it'll be like apples and avocados. So you basically, you basically eat probably like six to 800 calories a day around there. So and you're like just a high school girl. Yeah. 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 And then, but you think like probiotics, the whole idea is like, it's like a, it's a whole Venice thing. You know, it's like you, you do it to like get your gut bacteria squared away and then to like detoxify. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. I, I learned it from, a, there's this health guru, Troy, that we, uh, we had in our podcast. He, he told me about it. He's like, this is going to make the whites of your eyes pop. It's going to make you look like a spring chicken. I'm like, all right, let's try it. Can you work out during those days or no? No. You, I mean, you can, but you're not advised to because then you'll just want to eat more. I mean, you, you can go on like walks and stuff. Is this the guy you did the ice baths with? Yeah. 
I did a juice cleanse for three days and I like it felt like a month mm -hmm. because I get so tired if I'm not eating. Yeah, it's, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, Beyonce can do it though. So can you. Good call. But I'm on Vivant. So maybe if I just <laughs> yeah. doubled up my dosage for a day, I could do it. How is Vivant? Do you like it? I like it, but I got my brain scanned in rehab. So I like got all my medications redone. Okay. Do you feel like it takes away your personality a little bit? I don't know. Because I was yeah. on Adderall for so long that, like, I don't even know what my personality is. Right. Like, I don't know if I'm irritated by everyone or if it's or if I was just on Adderall for 10 years of my life. Do you feel it when you take it? Like, is it noticeable? I feel more, like, on edge when I drink black coffee than Vyvanse. Oh, interesting. Because Vyvanse is slow release. And you metabolize it through your stomach instead of your bloodstream or something mm -hmm. i don't know but you don't like to take any medications right no i used to have that i used to be prescribed that all but i didn't I, I liked it for studying but that's it yeah i just liked it to not eat but i weighed more when i took it so i don't know yeah i ate, just ate faster honestly <laughs> <laughs> well i know you don't have that much time but do you have one secret you don't want your mom to know yeah i uh i love limp biscuit what is one limp biscuit song well, I've been watching a lot of Limp Bizkit live lately. Break stuff. The, the, the lyrics to Limp Bizkit is like, <laughs> it's such like a kid waking up and just pissed off. He's like, just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. <laughs> and then, uh, actually, I think my mom might know this, but I got epididymitis one time, which is where I eat an infection of your nut um, and it swelled up. How did you get that? I got bacteria in it. I don't know. I think through a sexual act in college. So you had one large nut? Not. <laughs> that happened to me. It was infected. So I got antibiotics and I went down. Yeah, but like for a bit, you had one big nut. Oh, yeah, it was huge. <laughs> did you kind of want to show it to people? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I did go to, a, yeah, I went to the hospital and they're, yeah, I mean, it's brutal because all the people are just staring at your, uh, at your nut. Yeah, I guess big nuts aren't really a thing. Too bad it doesn't make your dick really big. Yeah. <laughs> Can I keep this? <laughs> <laughs> you probably wouldn't have gone to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa, this is huge. <laughs> like, like, you need antibiotics. Stop, you're going to die. <laughs> yeah can we just make it open casket please <laughs> <laughs> nude casket yeah invite all the girls that never texted me back um <laughs> i don't understand how you got bacteria in one ball this is called what is it called again epididymitis i think i actually went out with a guy who had that in both of his balls he had the biggest balls i've ever seen in my life really yeah i mean he was italian so i thought like i was like is this a thing yeah interesting was it red too? Yeah. Sucked. I guess anything like that, you're not going to want to take pictures. But did you take pictures? Uh, this was in college, so no, I don't think I did. I had to wear a jock strap for a little bit, though. <laughs> it was during graduation, so I was, I was jocked up. Were you in so much pain? At first, and... Uh, you were, like, limping to get your diploma? They didn't give me uh, antibiotics at first, so I was kind of just, like, walking around with a huge nut until I went to a urologist because I went to the emergency room and then I went to a urologist and they gave me the right antibiotics and it started to go down but up until then it was brutal that sounds like a UTI that's basically what it was I think yeah a UTI of the balls yeah I think it's I think it's probably technically a UTI and then just traveled down to the ball I didn't even know that could happen I didn't either until I woke up with a giant nut <laughs> I got a kidney infection that put me in the hospital from a UTI. Oh, yeah, that sounds brutal. Yeah, it was rough. I went to get a massage and she was rubbing my lower back because I thought I had thrown out my lower back. Yeah. So I went and got a massage and she was doing the top and she hit it, my kidney, and yeah. I started seizing. Yeah. And they were like, get her out of here. We can't lose our license. And they put me in a cab. Man, how long did that take to get over? I was out of the hospital the next day. Yeah. Because it's the same medication. Yeah. But it's just like getting it in your system. Yeah. That's scary. Peeing is important. I know. Pee after sex. Yeah. For guys, too. I didn't realize that, but for guys, too.
Really? Yeah, that's what the guy, that's what the urologist told me, yeah. Um, well, um, thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Yeah, it's good talking to you. You too. I'm so excited uh, for you. Oh, do you want to plug your handle before? Yeah, uh, Instagram is Chad Goes Deep, and then podcast is Going Deep with Chad and JD. Chad and JT. Um, uh, YouTube, Chad and JT Go Deep. That's it. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.